Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's Monday, and we are posting an instant classic for your inspiration. This message may come from anywhere around the globe, but is sure to stay with you for years to come. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon. That this morning, he was once a Muslim, but now he's saved. Amen. Let's welcome him. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, Pastor. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 1 through 3. Amen. I have a, a couple of months ago, uh, I was asking God what I should preach. It's a privilege to preach the gospel, especially in this church. By the grace of God, I've preached in a few churches uh, here and there. It's a wonderful church, wonderful, wonderful presence of God. Uh, I don't take it lightly. Uh, it's a privilege. Amen. There's others uh, who can preach much better than me. Plus, I, I'm a Muslim convert to Christianity. I'm sorry to tell you, I don't have my theology correct. Okay, some of you are excited. <clears throat> some of you are not. Hallelujah. Uh, and God told me to preach this sermon this morning. Uh, uh, even last month in New Mexico, he specifically told me to preach on heaven, uh, your great reward. Uh, amen. If you don't believe in heaven, you will before we walk out of here because we are in the presence of God. Uh, amen. I will be quoting some scripture. You can look at it, flip the Bible. Uh, and, uh, and God will help us this morning. I'm so excited that I'm in conference uh, back in Chandler. I feel, uh, amen, uh, as much as I can. Amen. Uh, yeah, I know I'm a Muslim convert, but I'm still normal. When, when I'm in Chandler, hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Uh, uh, John chapter 14, uh, heaven your great reward. Uh, uh, when we went to India a, year, a number of years ago, uh, uh, we were waiting to settle down in Bangalore. Uh, this is around the year 2000. Uh, uh, and uh, I heard there was a palace uh, in Mysore, uh, uh, India, which is uh, 100 miles south of Bangalore, India. They told me there is uh, beauty and wealth in that palace, uh, in the Mysore palace, uh, that you cannot imagine. And they told me, if you're going to see anything... Uh, in India, you need to go look at this palace, uh, the Mysore palace. Uh, so we, uh, we got us a uh, uh, demon-possessed uh, taxi driver, uh, and uh, we, we got in the taxi. He drove us uh, about 80, 90 miles. Uh, I don't know how we got there alive, but we did. Uh, when we got to that palace, uh, there was Indian army all around it, uh, automatic weapon locked and loaded. Uh, and in 1971, uh, the, the Indian government passed a federal law. Anything of extreme value belongs to the Indian federal government. Uh, whether uh, your mom had it, your dad had it, uh, or uh, your father had it, uh, so including... Uh, that palace, the Indian, Indian uh, federal government took it. Uh, so we got a ticket. Uh, we got a tour guide. We went inside. Uh, and uh, we are looking uh, at all that they have in this palace. Now listen to this. Uh, this palace uh, is a three-story gray granite stone structure, uh, hundred, almost 150 feet high. Had five, uh, 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 five uh, towers all around it. Um, and on top of these towers were beautiful pink, dark pink marbles, uh, 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 domes. 
domes, uh, which are the most um, beautiful marble uh, domes I have ever seen. Uh, in the front of this palace uh, was a beautiful gate uh, called the Elephant Gate uh, because it's big enough that an elephant can go through it. Uh, and then uh, uh, all around on the outside of the palace, uh, there was a beautiful garden uh, uh, with water fountains uh, and flowers uh, that I cannot explain. Uh, not only that, uh, the palace itself uh, has two sections. There is a ceremonial section where the king will take care of ceremonies and there is a residential section where only the king, the queen and his prince and princess would stay and live. This palace had in it an armory and had guards. It had a room where there was only the royal furniture. It had arts, stained glass ceilings, this uh, also it had a trophy room where the king kept all everything that he valued. Everyone he valued. He took their picture uh, and he put it in there. Not only that, uh, there was a grand reception hall. Uh, and I walk into the grand reception hall. Uh, it will be like a, you know, a basketball court uh, that you guys have. Uh, uh, and it was like half cut. Uh, there is a throne uh, on top uh, looking down. Uh, there's bleachers. Uh, and uh, this throne is uh, 220 kilos. Uh, that's uh, 440 pounds U.S. Uh, amen. 24 karat pure gold had semi-precious stones uh, in it. Uh, it looked just like a lazy boy. I know the men can understand a lazy boy here. Uh, it had an umbrella on top of it covering uh, uh, the king where he would sit. Uh, they also had a little uh, 70 kilos, that's 140 pounds uh, thrown. Uh, there was uh, uh, on the side uh, that, uh, uh, that the king would sit on that one. They would put it on the elephant. Uh, once a year, the king would go and he would go around into his kingdom and people would come and fall down by the roadside and they would ask him and he, he would give them what they wanted or he would not give them what they wanted. So I'm standing in the throne room, in the grand reception hall. I'm looking at all this gold and all the beauty and artwork and I'm so amazed, I'm excited. I don't have words to speak and God spoke to me, God the Father. I know the father and the son, huh? so do you. And my friend, God the father spoke to me. He says, you like this? He said, wait till you come up here. I want, you, I want to read the text. Amen. God appreciates what you have done, every single one of you. You might not realize it. John 14, let me read the text before I get a little too excited. John 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe in me. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it was not true, I would not have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and I will receive you unto myself. So where I am, you may be also. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, this morning, Lord. Lord, your presence in this place. Lord, I thank you for the presence of your people, Lord God. Lord, I thank Thank you that the Holy Spirit by your word, Lord God, will encourage, inspire, reveal. Lord, give us knowledge and understanding, Lord. Even Rema, your word will become alive in us. And I thank you, Lord God, for the privilege you have given us on this earth to build your kingdom and multiply your people and all of God's people. 
said amen so what is heaven do you know in every country on this planet every city every nation every religion every village amen i've been to a couple of them people believe in a place called heaven even the atheists believe in heaven if you if you don't believe that bring a atheist i'll pull out my 44 and he will believe thank you for listening <clears throat> In every language on this planet there is a word for heaven. How many languages are on this planet? More than 6800 languages. My friend so that tells me amen the understanding the idea of heaven is universal. just because one person does not believe and all humanity believes uh, my friend uh, and it is in every language every culture every society uh, that tells me there is a place called heaven most humanity does not have the correct understanding of heaven but uh, those who understand and read the word of god uh, believe uh, in, uh, in heaven heaven is not a state of mind heaven is not where you go when once you take prozac Heaven is a place uh, amen uh, that the bible speaks about uh, every buddhist person every hindu person uh, i met uh, every muslim uh, every jew uh, who are the jews jews are god's people uh, i said jews are god's people uh, amen uh, i know i know you're god's people too uh, i'm just a heathen uh, but uh, my friend uh, Jews believe in heaven and earth and my friend now the Jews I did a little study the people of God believe there are seven levels of heaven seven is the number of God number of perfection in the new testament the bible speaks about the first heaven and the third heaven that tells me logically there is at least three levels of heaven amen if we study the word of God we will find out that heaven is a plural thing there are many levels of heaven a bio a bible theologian spent 40 years to figure out these seven levels of heaven or different levels of heaven and he came to this conclusion there are at least three levels of heaven the first level of heaven is as far as your eye can see at night with a clear night that is 6250 miles from where you're standing on this earth that's pretty far away The second level he says uh, is uh, uh, from the stars uh, unto the end of this universe uh, that is pretty far away uh, my friend uh, and then uh, the third heaven is a level is above that uh, but I'm talking about uh, heaven uh, where God is heaven where the throne of god is uh, where the rivers of living waters flow the bible says in revelation uh, for the healings of the nation uh, i'm talking about the place where you will end up one day and be with the living god uh, for eternity forever and ever uh, my friend heaven is a great reward uh, it is a reward for those um, who diligently seek god live for god uh, and give up anything and everything that god desires for his glory uh, to build his kingdom and multiply his people uh, i used to work for the world my friend uh, even 20 years ago uh, and i came to the conclusion uh, they didn't have uh, what i need what i want uh, amen uh, jesus christ does uh, in our text my friend uh, in our text jesus says uh, 
In my father's house there are many mansions. Amen. The son of God is not a liar. Who, how many here you believe Jesus Christ is the son of God? He's not a liar, my friend. He's not a lunatic, my friend. He's the way, the truth, and the life. The word that comes out of his mouth is like a two-edged sword. And the son of God says, in my father's house there are many mansions. And he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it was not true, I would not have told you. If the Son of God says it, I believe it. My friend, and I'm not trusting the, the Republicans either or the Democrats. I'm trusting what Jesus says. Now, my friend, he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if it's not true, I would not have told you I'm coming back. I'm taking you with me. I know some of you are sad that the space shuttle program is out the window. But I'm telling you, it's coming back with a better space shuttle. The same one, the same one he took Elijah in is the same one he will be taking you in. You are going to be an astronaut whether you want to believe it or not. There is a good reason, my friend. God put that in there in his word. And listen to me. A mansion is a palace, is a house, is a home. I know you guys have beautiful homes. But my friend, I'm talking about something better than that. A mansion, my friend, is greater than 2,500 square feet. Okay, don't worry about it. Let's move on. The most valuable mansion in the United States, are you listening? It's valued at $165 million. No, no, nothing has been sold over $100 million, as I've mentioned, in the United States yet. This thing used to belong to William Randolph Hearst. In the 1920s, he built it. He was a newspaper tycoon. Listen to this. And this is 6.5 acres of land on a hilltop in Beverly Hills. Has 56 bedrooms, 61 bathrooms. The lady said, Amen. 19 living room has a grand ballroom my friend that sits more than 25 people has listen to this three swimming pools indoors and outdoors has a, a disco nightclub everybody in 40 or 45 and over says Horia. amen this thing also has, uh, my friend, a theater, uh, has an apartment on the property and a cottage. Uh, and why would you want an apartment and a cottage? The cottage is for you and your wife. Uh, the apartment uh, is for your teenagers. Uh, sometimes uh, you need to go stay there for a couple of days. Uh, my friend, now this thing is on sale in the United States. But the only problem is uh, nobody can afford to buy it. Amen. If you can't pay for it, you can't get in there. You can try, like I try many times, but my friend, it's very hard to get in there. Now listen to me, the Lord himself uh, has something much better than uh, that waiting for you. Trust me, I've been around on this planet a couple of places. Uh, he's preparing something. Uh, I worked as a civil engineer, construction, and this, that, the other. He's constructing something uh, much better than William Randolph Hurts uh, and uh, his family could create. Uh, and my already paid for it. And you've already received it at an altar. I know that's why you're here this morning. Amen. Listen, church. Amen. 
God has something wonderful. You just have to hold on. Keep doing what you're doing for you. Now, Jesus said in Luke 14, in the parable of the great feast, there was a Lord. He created a great feast. He sent out invitations. And when he sent out the invitations, he told his servants, Amen, prepare the grand feast, Amen, a banquet where I can get all my people into, especially the ones who are close to me. So when the banquet was ready, and I'm telling you, the banquet is ready. God. Listen to this. In 2001, I was in Bangalore, India. Somebody gave me a DVD. They said, Pastor Kafur, why don't you watch this? In this video, there was a man who had died. He was in Nigeria, a pastor. Anyway, four, years, four days later, he comes back to life. I'm sure some of you have seen that video. But God is reminding me to remind you, when the pastor came back to life, he made this statement. He said, the Lord took him to heaven and hell. But he said, Jesus said, go tell my people the mansion are ready. Jesus said, the mansions are ready. Come my people, I'm just waiting on the Father when he says, I'm going to go get my people. My friend, you're going somewhere much better than what the world will give. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three. Premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four. Our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Listen to this. Uh, the banquet is ready now. Uh, and the master says uh, to his servants, go get my people, bring my guests. Uh, and as soon as the servants go to get the guest, uh, the first guest uh, says, uh, oh, I have got, I got me some real estate. See, uh, I got me a nice house uh, on the south side of the tour too. Uh, and uh, I cannot come. Ask the Lord uh, to forgive me. I'm busy. I got to inspect my house. See, I got a TV in every bathroom. Oop. I shouldn't have said that, but let's move on. My friend, I cannot come. And the second one says, Oh, tell the Lord, I've just bought me five pair of oxen. I have to try them out. I'm sorry, he didn't say that. He says, I just bought me F-150, King Cab, dual exhaust, fully loaded leather seat. I got to try this thing out. Tell the Lord I cannot come. I just got $5 to put in the offering plate because I got to put $150 in my gas tank. But let's move on. 
uh, my friend, uh, I cannot come. Uh, the third one says, uh, tell the Lord, uh, I can't come now because I just got married to Lucy. <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> I just had a guy a month ago walks in my office, uh, says, Pastor, how can I say no to my wife? Like this, no, woman. <laughs> She doesn't want me to come to church. I just married Lucifer. Pastor, you don't understand. She's beautiful. Well, your sister told me she has... Anyway, let's move on. Okay. The Bible says uh, the Lord was furious uh, and he told his servants, I've had enough. Uh, They don't want to come to the banquet. I want you to go in the streets, uh, in the alleys. uh, If you find anybody, uh, the lame, the lazy, the crazy, the crippled, amen, the possessed, the oppressed, even Muslim converts. Bid them to come. Bid them to come. Bring them. They brought them all. They said, Lord, there's still room. We even got a Muslim convert. Amen. We got all the people from, the, from downtown Chandler too. Amen. We got all the people. Amen. From Jacksonville, Florida too. And my friend. And Jesus says, go in the, in the hillsides. Go into the countrysides. Anyone you find, just bring. Everybody who made excuse, they're not coming into this banquet. My friend, I've had it. You know, when you go to outreach. I used to wonder, why does the Channel Rich congregation outreach 110, 120 degrees temperature? Amen. When you go on an impact team, when you go and pray, when you give, when you do what you do, look at all these flags. My friend, you are bidding them to come. Anyone, everywhere, even not only in the United States, in India, in Malaysia, my friend, all over the planet, that's what you're doing. You're bidding them to come. You are the servants of the Most High God. And I'm telling you, it's going to take care of you. But you must keep on bidding them to come because the time is limited, my friend. The rapture is at hand if you don't believe in the rapture uh, my friend is in the bible and read it in the latin bible but let's move on uh, my friend uh, uh, matthew 25 uh, the parable of the separation of the sheep and the goats said uh, on judgment day uh, jesus said uh, when the son of god comes with his holy angel sits on his throne uh, he will separate humanity uh, and uh, he will uh, separate them just like a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats uh, and he will put the sheep on the right uh, and he will say to them uh, come inherit the kingdom of my father uh, uh, which i have prepared for you uh, for when i was hungry uh, when i was thirsty uh, when i was sick when I was in prison, you ministered unto me. Lord, how did we minister unto you? When you went and became a missionary, when you did to the least of them, you have done unto me. When you went, amen, 1,500 miles on an impact team in Killeen to Killeen, Texas, you done unto me what you done unto those people. When you went in those gods of forsaken places in downtowns that even Obama won't go, you have done unto me, church. When you gave all your money uh, when you dropped your standard of living uh, for his glory for the good of mankind uh, you've done unto me uh, he has something to give you my friend uh, that no man no woman uh, no devil uh, no government can give you church uh, he's excited about what you have done uh, but he does not want you to stop or slow down uh, because the day is coming uh, he's going to give us by the thousands souls to bring into his kingdom god is pleased with you 
and he is preparing a place for you. You know, when I was in Bangalore, I still tell stories about Bangalore, but I need to go back. But anyway, once I opened the newspaper, because I like to see my people tell stories. And it says, Seven Star Hotel. I say, yeah, man, these guys, my relatives, they won't just stop lying. I've been to some hotels in my life. I've been to five-star hotels, uh, maybe five and a half, but not a seven-star hotel. So I said, you know, I'm going to go check this thing out. Amen. So I checked this thing out. Uh, Forbes magazine says uh, the Leela Palace, uh, which is a seven-star hotel, at least it started off as a seven-star hotel. It's probably down to five-star, but anyway. It's, uh, it's uh, one of the eight, eight best hotels on the planet. The cost of construction, 100 million U.S. Uh, if they would have constructed it in the United States, uh, it would have cost a billion dollars. Uh, and the Leela Palace, there's six of these hotels in India. I can tell you where they are. Mm, I've been there. <laughs> Just to have breakfast, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> One night stay is 300 to $3,000. Uh, the premier of China came and stayed in the um, Leela Palace uh, in India. So does the prime minister uh, man, uh, of uh, 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 England uh, and other guys. Even Billy showed up. Uh, <clears throat> I'm talking about Mr. Clinton. But anyway... I walk in this place. Uh, as I walk in there, uh, my friend, uh, I open the doors, walk in, beautiful marble. Uh, I can't imagine. Uh, right in the center of the grand hallway is a beautiful arrangement of flowers uh, uh, that I want to explain to you, but I can't. Uh, then there is a staircase that goes all the way up. Uh, I walked uh, uh, as respectfully as I could uh, to the reception desk, uh, and I asked her, uh, I said, uh, can, how much does it cost to stay here? Uh, Amen. She looked at me from my head to my toes. Uh, she says, sir, uh, since, uh, since we are starting off uh, and I can tell how much money you have, I'll give you a room for $250 a night. Uh, I said, well, I don't have $250. Can I just look at one? She says, uh, yeah, she took me up there. Uh, I walked into the room, you know, and they had these scanners, whatever. Uh, this is uh, 10 years ago in India. Uh, I walk in the room, a uh, beautiful bed, a uh, flat screen, Sony TV. I know you guys are excited when I say TV. I'm about to sit on the bed. She says, ah! You didn't pay for it. Let's go. My friend, there is something better than a Leela Palace. Waiting off you if you, for you if you just believe and follow his instructions. Apostle Paul says to the Ephesians congregation in chapter 2, verse 19, he says, you are no, more, no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens in the household of God with the saints of God. I'm glad to be in Chandler right here, right now. <laughs> Trust me. Otherwise, I'll be in the mountains of Afghanistan waiting for you guys to show up. Insanity can take over immediately. Apostle Paul to the, says to the Ephesians congregation, because they were pagans, heathens, some Jews, uh, some Gentiles, uh, uh, you need to thank God uh, that you are fellow citizens with the saints of God in the house of God. Uh, he says to the Corinthians congregation, because I know some of you are still waiting <clears throat> for the warrants. The warrants. Okay, let's move on. Amen. Uh, he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, he says, If our earthly body that we live in is, is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. 
How many here you ever bought a house? Don't raise your hand, uh, my friend. Uh, amen. Uh, humans, when they build things, they start falling apart. Uh, foundations crack, walls, uh, paint. Uh, amen. Things don't last. Uh, before you know it, you're paying more than you ever had before. Uh, you have done made a big mistake uh, before you bought a building or a house uh, built by human hands. Uh, don't say anything. But let's move on. Uh, my friend, uh, Jesus Christ has something for you, my friend. It's not going to go bad. God told me about, I don't know, six, nine months ago to, to tell my wife uh, that her mansion is bigger than mine. I said, Lord, mine should be bigger than her. Why should her mansion be bigger than me? God said, just shut up and go tell her uh, your mansion is bigger than mine. So I went and told her. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, that's why one of my legs is shorter. But let's move on. <clears throat> You have a mansion waiting for you. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians 12, 12 verse 2. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing spiritual passage because uh, some of you want to become spiritual now in America. My friend, uh, Paul says, uh, I once knew a man 14 years ago, whether in the body or outside the body, I'm not going to tell you because you might try it. But let's go on. I, I knew a man who went to third heaven. He was caught into paradise. That's called rapture. Cut up into paradise. And he saw unspeakable things. He saw things that I cannot explain. I can't explain it to you. The things I saw, I'm not boasting, he says. But I saw all these things. If Apostle Paul can do it, he witnessed it. He's still alive, my friend. So will you, whether you die or the rapture takes place. Can I? tell you my friend you are a spiritual being in a physical body first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 you're going somewhere amen that's why I'm not doing any more bench presses because I'm just waiting on the Lord to in the rapture amen give me the 22 guns inch guns I need anyway my friend listen you're going somewhere and my friend Paul is saying to the Corinthians just hold on Keep doing what you're doing, and he's got something waiting on you, and you are going to get this, my friend. Here is Apostle John, the book of Revelation. God wants me to tell some of you, you don't have to use all kinds of chemicals and drink NyQuil to get visions and dreams. Just read the book of Revelation. Pastor, is three times a day NyQuil, is that too much? Yes, it is. Anyway, my friend, Revelation 7 verse 9 if you don't want to, if you can't go to sleep, read the book of Revelation. Here, Apostle Paul says, I saw a great multitude out of every nation, every tribe, every kindred standing before God. And they were worshiping the living God, saying, Salvation comes from our God, who sits on the throne in heaven, and to the Lamb of God. And then if you keep reading, he explains, these are the ones, church, listen. Chandler, are you listening? This is from heaven, not from me. He says, these are the ones uh, who, were, uh, who, didn't, uh, who overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life even unto death. Uh, this is after the rapture, uh, in the first three and a half years of great tribulation. Uh, all these people, uh, my friend, who will come and stand before God. Do you know, Chandler, uh, do you know, Christian, uh, that what you are doing right now, you are sowing the seeds of the gospel uh, even after you leave in the rapture with the Lord uh, there is nations, tribes and people uh, during the first three and a half years of the great tribulation uh, they will be saved the credit goes to you I was excited when God told me to tell you that but uh, the credit, what you're doing now 
the sacrifice, the prayer, the fasting, uh, all that you go through, my friend. Uh, and my friend, some people out there are like a pit bull gone mad. But thank God you keep feeding the pit bull. Huh? My friend, uh, they go, just trust me, a few more years, the rapture, then they will remember and they will repent, uh, uh, my friend, and they will come. Revelation 15.1 speaks about uh, a great praise and worship service uh, in the temple of God in heaven. Last night, uh, my friend in the music scene, if you missed it, uh, you missed a big one. It was wonderful, wonderful presence of God. Praise and worship, uh, my friend, uh, excitement, uh, joy in their place. Uh, I was refreshed. Uh, I'm talking about something much greater than that, the Bible says. Uh, and you will be there. You will be there. You won't have to worry about your credit card bills. I know some of you owe Dillard's more than you owe God. Thank you. You won't have to worry about it. Uh, you will be in heaven with the living God. I'm almost, almost done. Revelation 21 verse 1 through 5. Uh, his apostle John, uh, he sees, uh, he says, uh, I saw the new heaven and the new earth. The first heaven uh, and the old earth had passed away. A holy city, New Jerusalem, came down from heaven. Uh, I heard a great voice saying, uh, here, the, the, here is the tabernacle of God. From now on, God will be with humanity. They will be his people. Uh, and there will be no more sickness, uh, no more death, no more crying, no more sorrow, no more pain. Uh, he will wipe away their tears uh, and uh, he will make all things new. Aren't you excited? My friend, uh, trust me. There is something so great waiting for you when you see it. Uh, New Jerusalem. The presence of God. Uh, my friend, uh, I, I know buildings, uh, you know, there is uh, the Cowboy Stadium right next to I'm, I'm, I'm living under the shadows uh, of the almighty Cowboy Stadium right now. $1.7 billion, my friend. Uh, and they won't let, him, let me get in. So I was trying to get in. He goes, ha, 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 ha. 18 bucks, homie, if you want to get in here. If you want the tour, $30. I mean, during the season, $200 plus for parking, $1,200 for tickets. I I'm not going in there. I'm not paying 20 bucks for that. I'd rather wait. The Lord has something better for me than uh, Mr. Jerry Jones uh, in Arlington, Texas. If you don't know him, don't worry about it. But... Uh, one last thing God wants me to tell you. Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace uh, is, of course, in England. Uh, it is the house uh, of the kings and queens of the British monarchy for the, the hundreds of years now. This thing has one million square feet. They have a room for everything. Room to wash the feet of the queen. Room to put dresser. A room to give her breakfast. A room for this. A room for that. But God wants me to tell you, there is a room in there, I forget the number, that Napoleon, the great Napoleon, he came, just spent one night there, and that room is dedicated for Napoleon. It's for Napoleon. I know he's dead, but this room is for Napoleon. The the emperor of, uh, of uh, Russia came once and stayed in another room. Uh, they, they prepared their room uh, before he showed up, uh, just like he would like it. Uh, everything, uh, the food, uh, the shoes, uh, the clothing, uh, the bed, the sheets, the mattress, this, that, the other. They prepared it. Uh, they put his name on it, uh, and it's marked even to this day. That room belongs uh, to the emperor of Russia. My friend, there is a palace in the heavenly places. Got your name on it. The Lord wants you to show up. 
but there is there is a great price that must be paid and by faith that great price can be yours right here right now can i have every head bow every eye closed in respect to god and the person next to you thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the virginia beach potter's house church were you blessed by today's message let us know please leave us a rating on apple podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.